everyone and welcome to the podcast. I'm Sonia and I'm here with Alex. Hey there. And this is Travel Tips Podcast, the show where we take you with us on our journey. We are so excited to be getting this product to launch into your earbuds. On our podcast episodes, we're going to be discussing a wide range of topics and they'll focus on our travel around the world. What is the best way to visit each destination? Best things to do in cities and countries. What are the best accommodations in each place? Budgeting ideas. How to stay safe abroad. How to save money while you travel and many more. We are so glad to have you on board. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to our podcast if you like what we do and what you hear. In today's episode, we will discuss about our trip to Seychelles, more precisely about our Ladig and Proslin experiences, two of the most beautiful islands in the world. We will tell you why you should visit these two islands and not just Mahe, the main island from the archipelago. We tell you what you can do on each of these two islands and also we will speak about the quarantine process. In our last episode we told you some general things about Seychelles and we focused more on Mahe, the main island from the archipelago. Most of you who plan to visit Seychelles book their accommodation on Mahe, ignoring the other islands from the nearby and this is such a big mistake. Why? Very simple. Because each of these islands are unique and has many beautiful attractions, not to mention about its unique beaches and wonderful sunsets. There is something more I want to tell you. Actually, uh, Alex uh, can't remember exactly what he did in Seychelles. I remember it exactly each moment spent there and each detail. No, most of my memory is uh, out the window for, yeah, for Seychelles I, for some reason. I don't know why. I remember everything, starting from getting off the plane and getting on the plane, everything. It's very, very, very well uh, settled into my memories. And any time of, uh, any time of the day, I can, you can wake me up and I know exactly what I did in each day. Unfortunately, Alex doesn't have this memory. At least not for this trip. Not for Seychelles, yes. Yeah. So uh, I will let Alex tell you what uh, he remembers about each of these uh, two islands, about Praslin and uh, Ladig. So let's start with uh, Praslin. Uh, Alex, please tell us what you remember for this trip and I will add other interesting things which happened while we were there. I guess this will be a very funny podcast, <laughs> one of the most funny we did until now, because I don't remember very much. But for one one thing, I remember that uh, from Mahe to get to Praslin, you have to take a ferry. And it's uh, about one or one and a half hour trip to... So it's about one, uh, about one hour trip to get to Praslin. And if you have money to fly with the helicopter, you can do it in less than half an hour. Yeah, more exactly, you need about uh, 50 minutes uh, to, get, to get from uh, Mahe to uh, Praslin. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so tell us what you remember from Praslin, what you uh, did there. I, I remember that uh, on Praslin, as soon as we uh, got off the ferry, there was mm -hmm. a bus waiting for us and uh, it took us to Valle de Mai. Yeah, there was a bus waiting for us because we booked a trip uh, with a guide and uh, that is why the bus was waiting for us. Otherwise, you can use the public transport, which is very accurate and very well maintained. 
and the buses are uh, traveling at around uh, 30 minutes one with each other and if you want you can rent a car because uh, there are enough cars on Praslin and the prices are, are pretty reasonable so you can rent a car and explore the island by your own. So you was you were waiting by a bus, right? Yeah, we were waited by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were waited by a bus. Okay. Who took us to Valle de Mai, which is like a national reservation, national park. Okay. Where it's uh, one of the almost the only one place in the world, the only place in the world where you could could see the Coco de Mer, which is uh, the most the biggest uh, coconut uh, fruit in the world. And has the biggest seeds, right? It, yeah, the biggest seeds, yes. And the seeds look just like the uh, or the genital organs, the human genital organs. But you know on which other island from Seychelles can we find Coco de Mer? Um, if I remember correctly, it was also it can also be found on La Curieuse. Yeah. Something like that. Well, these are I bet the only two places. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Where these palm trees grow naturally. So I just said that they have the biggest seeds. They look exactly like the or genital human genital organs. And they were impressive. They were very, very big. You can also hold them because there are, there are some to display at the entrance. And it's a very, uh, the natural reserve, it's a very unique place to visit as it has some wooden paths you walk on. And everything uh, around you near the alley, near the main alley that you walk on, is filled with dried cocoa leaves. And it's uh, forbidden to light a fire or smoke or do anything that would endanger, endanger the national reserve and could uh, light, light up. Because everything could light up and it's for hundreds and hundreds of years the reserve on that island and they try to protect it as as much as possible so it's forbidden to get off the path and also to smoke or to have or have open fire okay and what else uh, it's uh, famous for what else is famous uh, valle de mai there was also the black monkey black monkey no not black monkey black parrot I saw. I, I I knew it was something black, but I as as far as I remember, we didn't saw any. No, we uh, just heard them. We just heard some, but we didn't see anything. Yeah, so. they are really really rare. But I remember that the guide was kind enough to show us because we didn't saw the parrots. Uh, they uh, showed us how uh, villagers old in old times they were doing. Uh, they were using the cocoa leaves to. Uh, carry water and uh, put their food in and so on and that was an interesting experience though I would have loved to see the parrots but unfortunately we didn't. Yeah we had a guide also uh, when we visited the reservation the natural reservation and it was we find out many interesting and useful things about uh, the um, how to use uh, the palm uh, Tree branches and the palm branches for your daily activities because in in old times they used palm trees and palm branches for everything like for water to carry water to uh, stock food and everything even 
even in our days, some uh, uh, residents use the uh, coconut uh, hay uh, as a hygienic paper, you know? Yes. We'll get to that once we get to to the part with the coconut farm. Okay. Okay. So I also remember that at the end of our trip, after we visited the Valle de Mai, the natural reserve, at the end of the trip, when we got back to the bus, um, they, there were some giant tortoise uh, hang, hang around in a, I don't know, a, they are, they had a in a limited space. In a limited right? space, yeah, built for them, so they are they were protected. But you could pet them and feed them leaves and. And they were really really uh, funny when you pet them. They like to be pet on their neck, and when you pet. Sonia them, made made friends with them. Yeah, <laughs> and when they when you pet them, they uh, uh, extend their neck and they come <laughs> closer to you just to uh, pet them better. <laughs> you know, it's very very interesting. Similar to cats. Yeah, sort of, <laughs> but cuter. Yeah. Okay. So um, regarding the tortoises, uh, if you like to see the turtle hatching, you should go from January to March when this thing happens. Yeah, but not these turtles who are uh, uh, locked down. Not, not the natural ones, yeah. because Seychelles it's a known place for net for natural for natural turtles tortoises that come and lay eggs and they hatch between sometimes between January and March as they have their nesting period from September to January. Okay. And um, to be more precisely, there are actually two or three beaches around the Seychelles Island where you can see them. And near that beaches, there are two pretty expensive hotels. So if you want to stay really close to the uh, beaches where they lay eggs, you have to book your nights at Constance Lemuria on Praslin or on Banyan Tree on Mahe Island. So yes, they are expensive, but you are just a few minutes away from from the event. <laughs> Let's see. So, okay. Alex, what else did you uh, see on uh, Praslin? We also, after petting the tortoises, we also went and saw Anselazio, which was a very beautiful beach. You know that Anselazio is one of the most beautiful beaches in the world? You, you don't seem very convinced about this. Anselazio is the one in postcards and... No, there's not Anselazio. Anselazio was uh, a few years ago named as one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. I don't know that. But why you don't like it? Or you I didn't say I don't like it. You, so, you don't you don't uh, see very convinced about it. Cuz I don't remember. <laughs> was it crowded? Yes, it was. Oh, I see. Oh, so this one is the the, the crowded one. Yeah. I, I know we saw two beaches <laughs> to be honest. One was very crowded and uh, like normal beaches are and the other one was really remote and uh, uh, very beautiful but uh, it's not this one <laughs> no this is the, crowded the other one. one. Oh, okay so as we went to the beach uh, we just tried to find a spot to put our things and have a swim but it was kind of very crowded and with lots of people also in the water and on the beach and so on so for me it's not uh, something my mind uh, wanted to remember so this is alexander after uh, 
some days to spend on uh, our uh, own and private beach from Mahe. Well, like I told you in the previous episode, we discovered there a beach which was uh, used just by ourselves. And each and every day when we got there, we were alone on the beach. On Takamaka, yeah. Yeah, on Takamaka. And from that loneliness, he jumped directly into, into a crowded beach. So he was not very happy at all. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Nobody would be having your private beach and then going to, I don't know, lots of people and crowded and having to watch around and not being able to have your place to swim and anyway it was not that crowded but it was crowded yes but it is very a very romantic beach because yes, we it, have the mangrove trees yes and it was you can very hide between the mangroves and, and it was the... very wide and very large yeah. and the water is not deep and it was very beautiful but as i said compared to other beaches we saw in seychelles this was not on this would not be on the top of my list. Yeah, so this is Anza Lazio, right? Yes. And do you remember something about uh, Anz Georgette? No. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Anz Georgette is also... Anz Georgette and Anz Lazio are two of the most beautiful uh, beaches from the island of Praslin. And uh, some of uh, them, um, for the tourists, considered, and not just considered, but... Uh, you will see that Anz Georgette has one of the most beautiful uh, sunsets you can ever see in uh, Seychelles, while Anz Lazio is famous for its swimming and snorkeling. But if you are looking for romantic moments, uh, then Anz Georgette is uh, the perfect place for you. So, there are many other interesting beaches on this island and many other interesting things to explore. Uh, I definitely recommend you to spend at least three nights on this island and why not rent a car to have the freedom and the mobility you needed just to explore the island and to enjoy each and every corner from there. Uh, you also can take a ferry and uh, visit other islands from the archipelago, like Curios Island or Ladig. Uh, speaking about Ladig, uh, we've been on Ladig too, right? Yes, we were. Okay, and about Ladig, what can you tell me? Ladig uh, was the smaller island of the two. Yeah. It is very small, it's not larger than 10 square kilometers and uh, cars were not allowed. So there are only bikes you can take. And if there you are wanna... no cars on the island? Yes, there are cars, but the uh, cars are... Are limited, right? And are used just they for... Have, they have the cars for transporta- for transportation, transporting food and all the other... Okay, and people move around with bicycles, yes, right? Yes, everybody move, moves around by foot or with a bicycle, which they can rent just as the ferry leaves you. Yeah, the actually there you. are some trips and one of the trips uh, has uh, is a full day trip and is... Uh, It has included a bicycle tour around the island and also a visit to some farms and some restaurants from the area. We didn't uh, buy this trip, we buy another trip uh, which is just half a day on the island. I don't know why we did that but we just did like that and we somehow regret because we don't have enough time to explore the whole island. So don't do the same mistake as we did. Book the full tour and book the tour with the bicycle because it's really worth it. Like what you hear? Make sure to follow us and subscribe to the Travel Tips Podcast with Alex and Sonia. You can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and SoundCloud and get notified about new episodes as they become available. We release a new episode every week. Thank you for being part of the Worldwide Travel Tips family. 
Come interact with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and get the latest travel tips from our website worldwidetravel.tips. That is worldwidetravel.tips. Uh, so, like I said, we booked just the half a day tour on the island and we saw just, we saw the most important places from there, but I'm sure that there are many other interesting things to explore while in Ladig. So, what do you remember? What do you see? I uh, love orchids very much and I was amazed to find out that on this island uh, you can saw a vanilla plant, which is an orchid plant, and uh, also see its green fruits which are black only when they dry, they are green when they are green. So I also like the fact, uh, I also like to see how the plant looks and how it grows and how it climbs up the trees and also the ropes because they grow it to harvest and to farm like, like a farm. And also saw how people harvest the vanilla and also saw the fruits when are ready and so on. So for me, this was a very interesting one of the very interesting experiences on La Digue. The other thing was after that we went to the coconut farm. Yeah, we saw a coconut where, farm, yeah. Where we saw how coconut, uh, like coconuts are um, peeled off first and then broken broken open and then they how they put it to dry. And we could even see the process, like saw the coconuts, uh, two weeks, two week coconuts, old, two week old coconuts, like four week old coconuts. We even had the chance to taste the fresh one, the two weeks old one, and also the four weeks old one. And I, I can say that, I, that the four weeks old one was exactly like the chocolate bounty <laughs> that you eat from the store. And, but it was the natural thing, no chocolate but only the coconut and had the, coconut, had the yeah. exact same taste like the chocolate, exactly the same taste. And they were drying them, uh, they are drying the coconut so they can extract the oil afterwards. And uh, nowadays they are doing it like industrially in a, a press or so on. But we also saw, they also saw, uh, we also saw how they were processing the coconut shells well the dried interior with uh, in the old days with the uh, buffalo and with some rocks and the buffalo went around and two big rocks were grinding the coconut and extracting the oil we all we there also is also had... an interesting sorry there is also an interesting story about the buffalo because they are pretty smart animals and they soon realize that they go in circle So they, when they uh, uh, press the uh, coconut oil, so they refuse to move. So in order to make them move, uh, you have to cover their eyes. Blindfold them. Yeah, or blind them, uh, because otherwise they refuse to go they in circle. They do two, three circles and then they stop. They don't. Yeah. They don't want to walk anymore. Yeah, and they were extracting the oil, and we could we could also buy the oil and test it, and it was very, I don't know how to say, soft. It was oily, of course, but it was very soft. And we know that it's a, a coconut is considered a, a super fruit because you can use it in so many ways, like from the fresh coconut to the dried coconut. Um, also use its oil and they also make coconut cream and so on. Also the milk can be used. But one other interesting thing, it's, it's when, they, when we saw the shells 
and the exterior and how they were using it part of it for the plants so they put it at the uh, on the ground at the like around the tree and so on so the water will not uh, go out too quickly and also they were using the the moisture interior part of the exterior shell for uh, hygienic paper yeah. and uh, it was also very uh, humid and soft so you could also wipe your hands on it if you want or it was like a like a wet tissue kind yeah. of an old old like fashion old, old fa yeah old from old time like wet tissue from old times yeah right and so, after that what do you see after that, um, I don't know, maybe we saw some also so giant tortoises, yeah. which were also present here. But we went to... They are also locked down in a special place. They are not moving around the But way freely. bigger, way bigger than yeah, on, on Prasley. Yeah, much bigger, yeah. And we could also feed them. We got some... Uh, leaves. Leaves and green green things we, we could feed them. And some grass. But on, but on the way from the coconut to the tortoises, I also remember we went through a very fancy, fancy old-fashioned uh, mansion from old times, where uh, there was some uh, the prime minister of UK, if I yeah, correctly Tony remember, Blair. Tony Blair, uh, took a holiday there, yeah. and the mansion was really British, like old style, colonial like, style, colonial style, exactly all made from wood and it was very beautiful and it had that colonial air yeah in it. i remember there i saw a very special and interesting table it was a table made from uh, many uh, types of uh, uh, of uh, wood uh, you know like uh, the uh, part of the table where, where you put the glass was made out of uh, i don't know let's say let's say seven types of wood and one was mahogany another one was cherry another one was uh, palm tree and so on and uh, if i remember correctly it is unique in the world no one else can you you can find this um, yeah it, it was it was looking interesting yeah and now in our days uh, that mansion is open to the public and if you uh, book a, uh, a trip with a guide I am sure that the guide will uh, let you explore the mansion and will uh, go with you and uh, show you the surrounding because the mansion is located somewhere in a green and lush vegetation uh, area and uh, from there to the beach are just let's say 15 meters or something like this. Trust me, it is incredible. So after we saw that we moved uh, to the beach. To the beach, yes. Yeah. To the most photographed beach in the world. Which, which is, is called Ansurdarjont. Yeah. Which is the postcard, the one that I definitely remember. <laughs> Not like, I also remember the other one now, but also Ansurdarjont is the one with the big boulders, the big rocky volcanic boulders that you see in every picture on Instagram and everywhere all over the internet and also on all postcards. And uh, it has a very narrow way to enter it, and it's uh, very long, but it's not very wide. So, but it has lots of private spaces where you could uh, intimate places where you could stay. So between the boulders, there are small, smaller parts of the beach, like smaller beaches, where you could 
spend your day afternoon and so on there are no um, shops so you cannot buy anything mm. there is only one then, at the entrance but yeah. not on the beach but the beach is extremely long the, the beach is extremely long and there are no toilets or facilities only at the no. only at the entrance because they try to keep everything like as much uh, environmental friendly as possible and uh, they try not to change the landscape they try not to change the landscape, yes. And the island is also, it's important to, men to mention that the island is in process of becoming Seychelles' top environmental destination. So yeah. that's why yeah. everything happens like, like this. But it was one of the most memorable experiences we had when we were on Ansurs d'Argent. So definitely, definitely go and visit La Digue because it's very beautiful. It's tiny and beautiful. Yeah, it's very beautiful. And definitely try and get uh, more days or as much time there as possible. You can also sleep on La Digue, but the island is not that big as uh, to worth sleeping there one night. You can very easily explore it in a daily trip uh, from uh, Praslin because there are, I don't know, 30 minutes away, one from one island from each other. So, and there is a ferry, so it is okay to take just a day trip, not to book your accommodation there. So, uh, did you see something else which impressed you on these two islands? Of course, there were many other things, but why don't you share from your experience <laughs> something and stop asking me? Why? It's funnier to ask you. Yeah. No, it's not. I also remember that when we visit Praslin, uh, from the Praslin Island, you can also see other two important islands from the archipelago. Uh, Silhouette. La Silhouette and also uh, the Cousin and Cousin. You remember? Yes, I remember there were some yes. Silhouette Islands. Like Silhouette, you, only, yeah. you only were seeing the, the One contour. is Cousin and the other one is Cousin. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, one of these islands is a natural reserve and uh, you cannot explore it. Because they are just for uh, scientific purposes. You can visit it just for... If you are an, I know, a professor or a doctor in science. So for a tourists... A scientist. A scientist, yes. So for tourists, it's not open. And uh, what I regret... I regret uh, not spending more time on Praslin. Because I feel that there are so many other interesting places to explore. And we don't have enough time from that. We would, we would really, really like to have our own car, our private rented car, and to explore each corner as we did on Mahe. So our advice is to book few, a few nights on uh, Praslin because it is incredibly beautiful. So I hope our stories convinced you that you should visit Praslin and Ladig too. And uh, you have to bear in mind that uh, they are all different than Mahe and extremely beautiful. Actually, I think that everything which is related to Seychelles is beautiful and has a very romantic and uh, interesting charm. So if you are looking for a memorable trip, then Seychelles should be your next destination. But now I talk a lot about renting cars and why you should rent a car, but we didn't tell you anything about our experience in renting a car. We did rent a car for on Mahe, we didn't rent it when we were on Praslin because I told, like I told you, we were there just for a day. 
but uh, on Mahe we were there for almost 10 days so we did rent a car and it was one of the most important and one of the smartest things we could we could do so now i let alex to tell you about the renting process because this is not my part this is not my slice of the pizza each of us has its own duties and responsibilities when we prepare a trip and renting a car is alex's responsibility so alex please tell us more about renting cars and if there is anything we should take care of of course so um as as soon as we decided to go to seychelles and as soon as sonia told me we have the plane tickets and the booking reservations and so on which is her part of the deal she always takes care of that part um i was up uh, and running for searching a car rental company which after some online research and reading a few reviews on about other car rental companies about car rental companies in Seychelles and also on TripAdvisor and so on I decided uh, we should hire a car from Absolute Car Hire though it was not an international company or a big company like I don't know Hertz or Avis or all the other big names but it was a local company that had a very nice and good reviews from many tourists uh, being also a local company, uh, it was a plus for us as we sometimes uh, tend to choose the local company as it could be more reliable than the international ones. They tend to offer better service and really... And also to support locals. And, and we'll, yeah, also, of course. And uh, they are also very supportive with, with us. So it's a, like a win-win. You also help the local economy and you also get better service and so on. So... We were not disappointed. Um, to hire the car, we uh, mailed, we sent an email to Mario and Lisanne, uh, which were the ones we spoke for renting the car. And they were very prompt and sent us an email back with uh, the payment details and they answered all the questions we had and assured us that everything uh, was going to be all right. And they didn't even wanna want us at that time to... Uh, one, they didn't ask for the full payment they only uh, asked for a small advance just to make the reservation uh, we were meant to pay the every, pay everything as soon as we arrived and when we arrived Mario was waiting for us with a sign at the airport uh, sorry on... to interrupt you about paying uh, if I remember correctly we paid in dollars right? yes we paid in dollars yes yeah That's an, yeah it was in dollars we made a bank transfer for the advance and uh, the, all the other thing we paid all the other the rest of the i'm not sure if you can pay in euro but for sure you can pay in dollars so you have some dollars with you if you go there yeah we paid with uh, i guess I, we paid with cash but they said we can also pay if we don't have cash we could go to the office and we could pay by card and they were very friendly mario was very friendly and said lisanne is waiting for us at the office if you want want to go but we, we didn't want to go, we just wanted to take our car and leave. So he was waiting for us with a sign outside the exit of the airport. And he just walked us to the car, which was parked just outside. Um, he gave us the keys, a short brief about uh, how to drive a car, because in Seychelles all the cars are, all the roads are uh, backwards than in Europe. In most of Europe, they are just like in UK. So you drive on the left side of the road, not on the right side of the road. And uh, thank God we had a, a 
automatic car and not a manual one. <laughs> one week after we got home, I was still wiping the screens instead of wipe, wiping my, my own car screen uh, instead of uh, signalizing. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to tell you that in Seychelles we had the most, uh, the cleanest uh, um, uh, window ever because Alex constantly wiped the window yeah, instead I was of wanting signalizing. To signal left or right and I was signaling with my left hand and on the left there is the wipers on the on the on the car with the wheel on the right side anyway so we we got a we hired a small car not a medium or big size because and it's not worth to to hire a medium or big unless you are more persons or you have well, plenty of luggage or i don't know but for us two persons with two luggage and a very small explore the island and if you don't have much luggage then small car is the best thing you can rent exactly the the island is not very big so you don't need a big car small car uh, if you prefer automatic that's even great but also a manual car would have we would have managed with also a manual car and uh, you don't even need a powerful one as there are not very steep slopes or you don't just climb mountains or so on all the roads are paved and for every beach you want to go you can go we went with this it was a small car hyundai if i remember correctly and it was it just faced everything we put it to so the only inconvenient as i said for renting this car it was not the car but the thing that we that i had to drive on the other side of the road and i have to admit it was for the first time i was driving on the left side of the road and uh, it took me like uh, almost a day to uh, seem like doing it for doing doing it normally. Like um, also when we returned the car, they we we had a hassle-free return process. As we phoned them up and they Mario came, we just handed the keys. He just do a visual inspection. There were no papers and no plenty of questionnaires and all the other things that happened all over the world they just had a he just had a eye inspection and he just made sure we had no accident and as soon as we gave him the keys we were on our way so it was i guess the the most hustle if you can say the most hustle free car rental experience and pick up and return we ever had in the entire world so if i were to go back to seychelles I would definitely choose the same car rental company, which was Absolute Car Hire. If you want to check their website and rent from them, do so. And uh, we would definitely do it again as we were very happy with their services and with the price and the car we received and with everything. When we uh, drop off the car, they had just one single uh, question. Do you remember it? I no? Don't, no, I don't. Well, we were pretty stressed out because we were sure that there will be a, a checkout and they will look over the car and so on. But the guy was really, really relaxed. And the only thing he asked us was, are you going to have a baby or not? Yes, yes. Now I remember. Yeah. yeah. So he, doesn't, he, he doesn't doesn't even care, care about the car. He was way too relaxed. We were shocked. No papers signed. I mean, we were pretty, pretty stressed out. Let's sign papers. Let's do photos. Let's convince. Let's see that everything is okay, that there are no scratches. But the guy was pretty, pretty chill out. So we definitely recommend it. 
So that was it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed uh, spending your time with us and we hope you enjoyed our second part of the Seychelles adventure. With Alex memories mostly. <laughs> what? Yeah, you did it great. It was it was really nice and we hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe and like uh, and give a thumbs up to our podcast so we can so we know that we will keep on keep on doing it as more and more people like it will be more than encouraged to keep it up and doing it. And if you have any uh, suggestions or feedback, we'll be more than happy to read it. We promise we read every each and every comment. Or any questions, please let us know. Also, if you have any questions, please uh, leave it in a comment below and we'll answer each and every question. And we'll hope you will get back to the next episode as well. Yeah. Thank you for listening us. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. Bye. That's it for today. Thank you again for listening to the Travel Tips Podcast with Alex and Sonia. Find us on Instagram, Worldwide Travel Tips, and let us know what you thought about today's episode. You can also chat with other people in the Travel Tips community by heading to our Facebook group that is worldwidetravel.tips Facebook. It will take you to our community in Facebook, obviously. To get our freebies and latest travel advice, Head over to our website worldwidetravel.tips and subscribe to our mailing list now. You can see there are a lot of photos about the places we mentioned in these episodes. Don't want to miss any episode in the future? Go to iTunes, search for Travel Tips Podcast with Alex and Sonia and subscribe. Have a great weekend and we'll be back soon.